I am Eric Zane, and I'm Christian Blatt. We do a show called Who Are These Broadcasters? Check it out every Tuesday at 2 p.m., 11 a.m. Eastern. I can't do it. I, I, I'm sorry. Sorry. It's. I mean, that's what he does? How lame. broadcasters for our live audience thanks for tuning in at our special earlier time everyone else where the fuck were you you know we we got up early you should have i'm christian blatt he's eric zane eric i'm very excited i texted you yesterday that uh, we'll be sharing a couple of my favorite videos and i don't want to oversell it but i'm i'm even happier about uh, a new one we got so i'm excited to take everyone through the world of broadcasting but first Explain how Super Chats work on this show. Well, thank you very much, Christian. And thank you for having me once again. Excited for the show, as you said. And the way we do it is if you want our very own Christian Blatt, who obviously you can't even get a pin up this guy's ass. Uh, if you wanted to say something that might make him squirm otherwise for him to say on his sign off, you just attach a Super Chat with it. And then you write down exactly what you want this sweet young man to say. As the sign-off for the show. We go with the highest dollar amount on that U.S. dollars. So maybe wait till the end. Maybe drop it in during the show. Or if you just think that we're actually doing an amazing job, which is every time we speak, you can go ahead and give us all the money you want. We can go uh, full steel toe on this. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, That's stolen. I I heard that from you first. Yeah, that's all right. We could steel toe it at any time. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, and I think that that needs to actually be you know said in like a that that's like a new verb a new yeah. a new a new descriptor we're, we're we do are willing to steel toe it right we, here on the show we're trying to hit the goal we want to, we're doing it we're having fun we're doing it live all of that stuff and uh, thank you glad to be here and so excited to take us over to the world of local broadcasting others imitate it. we appreciate it. Eric, here on the show, we've established that uh, you love your dogs. In fact, we can see one of them uh, right now, which is kind of uh, represent two of them representative of much of the audience uh, napping through WATB. And uh, there they are. So uh, we have uh, this uh, after a snowstorm, some local reporter caught up with a, a lovely young lady who I don't know. I guess this is a this is a, a future Mrs. Melendez. I'm not quite sure who she is, but uh, let's uh, see what she has to say, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about where the dogs factor into this in a second. It takes a lot of getting used to, but 
I'm here for it. <laughs> All right. What? What? Oh, and there, there and are the dogs. And if thinking about driving oh, no. today, be prepared and <laughs> She's stay running after her dog. Because it's uh, She's running after the dog. Oh, oh, face plant right yeah. there. So. She, and she, you know, she moves well for being so fluffy. I'll, I'll, I'll give her that. I mean, th- she had some real drive there, that leg power. Well, I assume that uh, the puppy had possibly uh, grabbed an errant pork chop or something, and she realized that, uh, you know, she needed to get her precious. But, you know, the the interview part with this lady seemed to be live, and then they roll in this video of her falling on her face. And my question is, um, why why be so mean, but also at the same time, kudos for being so mean. I love seeing this lady fall yeah, on her face. Yeah, and, and she seemed to have a good demeanor about her. You know, like life hadn't chewed her up and spit her out yet. So they they probably said, do you mind if we put this in there of you? Because fat chicks falling in the snow. I mean, that that uh, it, that's not exactly if it leads, if it bleeds, it leads. But still fat chick falling in the snow. It leads. Which, by the way, uh, tune in next week for a very special. Who are these fat chicks falling in the snow? We're going to do an entire show of fat chicks falling in the snow. Yes. I- uh, so. <laughs> fat chicks are amazing. I love fat chicks. Oh, and wow. In more ways than one, fat chicks really get it for me. <laughs> uh, you know, look, I think we all have those moments in our lives where, uh, you know, the uh, the bigger the cushion, the sweeter the pushing oh, yeah. is the great uh, Spinal Tap set. Well, look, this lady loves her dogs. Eric Zane loves his dogs. But uh, this next story, which is one of these uh, New York Post ones I'm going to have to read to you, um, it is possible to love your dogs a little too much. So a Penn State professor was busted for bestiality, but was also accused of some new uh, cases in the local park. So uh, Themis Matsukis was charged with additional sex crimes. So he's already yep. been charged with bestiality against his dog. I That's remember, ex- I remember yeah. when the first story broke some time ago about the bestiality, because I remember sure. talking about it on my show, but it's it's gotten even more bizarre. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that it's like, oh, well, what could be worse than that? Well, there's a few things that could be worse than that. And uh, Professor Matsukis uh, videos. So this is really what it is, is he was already guilty of that. And uh, I guess he uh, had a deleted folder of uh, some videos. But you know how I don't know if you know this, Eric, but if you delete your folder, if you delete stuff to the deleted folder, you've got like 30 more days uh, right. before they're actually gone. Yeah, you got to clean that. You got to clean <laughs> yeah. that. Well, uh, Professor Matsukis uh, did not. Uh, video seized in a search warrant allegedly show the disgraced professor. In a, this is already after they know he uh, is guilty of bestiality. Uh, masturbating on a picnic table, climbing a tree naked. All things that we do when we go to the park. They didn't uh, include oh. the part. Okay, there it is. There's the yeah. part. <laughs> this is the part. <laughs> this, is the, this is the, you know, I was like, oh, I'm probably going to do this story. But then when we get to, he was also inserting a tree branch, a Tootsie Pop, and the controller handle of a John Deere crawler in his butt. And I have to say, again, uh, we love our audio audience. We're glad that people tune in just to listen to the show. But our video audience is being treated to see exactly what the control handle of a John Deere crawler in his butt would look like. And just looking from the handle... I think this might be the one he used. What do you think, Eric? Absolutely is. And they and they had to take it was probably he <laughs> saw the uh piece of machinery went into it and that was sticking up and he just uh, uh positioned his butt right over it. So they had to take that that handle off and use it for evidence. Yeah. And who's the poor fuck that has to do that job? 
I don't know, but he has given me uh, an idea for the next time uh, that I take the kids out to the farm. I might uh, just, uh, you know, let let my wife take the kids, and uh, I, I got to go inspect some of the equipment. Wait, um, what? What are you saying? Are you suggesting you're going to go stick one of these things up your asshole? <laughs> well, I had never thought of it before, Eric. I have to see if it would fit. All right, I need to know. What just uh, happened? <laughs> yeah, the the Tootsie Pop. Uh, I mean, look, we all know that. That's nothing new. There's nothing out of the ordinary there. Tree branch is a little weird, but the John Deere crawler handle. Uh, and uh, so he's, yeah, so he's already facing <laughs> sex with his pet collie. Right. And uh, he was put on leave. So he was put on leave from the university, which he's a, a professor at Penn State. And if there's one thing we know, Eric, uh, Penn State doesn't fire anybody for anything. <laughs> exactly. From the school that brought us the biggest child sex scandal since the Catholic Church. <laughs> you know, to them, they're like, well, all right, this isn't nearly as big of a problem as Jerry Sandusky. Yeah, but- no, no. And and I think this is a guy that, like, if Sandusky saw him coming down the hallway, he's like, oh, I got to go the other way. That guy's too well, yeah. for me. <laughs> How about the fact that he he got busted first for the sex with the dog. Now, of all of this litany of problems this Matsukis has, that's the big one. So, yeah. I mean, this actually worked out in his favor because if you're going to get busted for something and the first thing they find out is John Deere controller <laughs> up your ass and yeah. then and then sex with an animal, <laughs> he's he's uh, he's been found out in the right order because, you know, I mean, the worst is already already done. Yeah, so this uh, story didn't, uh, you know, look, I had to do some research on this story Uh, again, you know, not because I'm planning an upcoming weekend, but uh, very specifically what he was found guilty of was uh, having his dog eat treats out of his anus. So it's a very specific uh, thing that he's into. Uh, Jesus, this guy. Holy shit. Yeah. And uh, again, uh, technology is his downfall. Had you know, had he not gotten the urge to record this material, he could yeah. still be having the dog eat shit out of his asshole and stick various farm equipment up his ass. Yeah, it was like uh, the the terrible story we had a few weeks ago that was so terrible that we showed it anyway. But you know, the guy who like stabbed his girlfriend, but he had the video on his phone of stabbing his girlfriend. So it was like, oh yeah, yeah, man. You know, look, we were drinking. It, it, it shit got crazy. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I, I have to make sure there isn't any more aren't any more gems in the story. Let's uh, take a look before we move on. Uh, oh, there he is. Someone said he looks like evil Eric Zane. Oh. DeWired Christian said he looks like evil me. So so basically, <laughs> can you like put me a little bigger and I could do the same look on his yeah, face? Yeah, ab- absolutely. Wait here. I'll, I'll, I'll help you out. That's as best as I can do. I, I think that's the best any of us can do. So uh, thank you for that. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, uh, so that's a fun story to start the day. I'm sure we all agree now. Eric, yeah, absolutely. And there's one more thing. The, the, the yeah. fact that he he would go up to the picnic table and blow a big batch right, right on top of the thing. Can you imagine some little kid, you know? And he's he sits down and like puts or you put your fucking hand right in it or something like that. Or you start, well, yeah. what's that? What is yeah. that? Oh, 
Somebody spilled some potato salad. Let me uh, mix it back into the rest of the bowl. Uh, should probably be okay. Well, Eric, uh, it is the month of February, and I think everybody who knows you is aware of why this is such an important time of year for you and your family, right? I mean, February is always very important in the Zane household, isn't it? You're darn right. You you took the words right out of my mouth, Chris. Yeah, I know I did. And obviously, it's because, as we all know, it's Black History Month. Now, I'm sure that you and your family this year, it'll be 29 days instead of the usual 28. Uh, You know, you always have a special meal. You prepare a special menu. Right. Uh, And and honestly, maybe just maybe it's the same menu as a middle school in Rockland County, New York, a town called Nyack. Uh, which I think all you need to know about the makeup of this school, this is about 20 minutes away from my high school. So it'll tell you a little bit that uh, maybe somebody thought that uh, this was the way to remember, to commemorate Black History Month. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So we've got a a look at the menu, but uh, don't worry. The local news will be all over this. Instead Mm -hmm. of Philly cheesesteak, broccoli, and fresh fruit, Aramark, the food service company that provides meals to the district, served chicken and waffles and watermelon. I was questioning, like, because they don't usually give watermelon. So... Chicken and waffles is apparently a regular on the menu, but uh, the uh, extra, the cherry on top, if it were, it was uh, actually the side of watermelon. And uh, I don't know, this this seems like it's right out of uh, the Zane household menu, though. Well, okay. I guess what I need to ask is, do they, ne- so she indicated that they never serve watermelon and they just happen to put it on for February. Is that right? Right. Well, they, so I guess that, uh, you know, that when the menu came out, it was it said that they were going to have Philly cheesesteaks that day. But then somebody got the idea of like, well, it's Black History Month. Let's go ahead and have a special meal. And because you know, so what this later still shows is that when they do have chicken and waffles, they usually serve it with fresh zucchini, baked beans and banana, which, look, we'll get into the meat of this story. No pun intended. Sorry. Uh, but. What happened to school lunches? Because when I went to school, there was neither chicken no. nor waffles. No, <laughs> you get some fucking Texas straw hat and, and a milk and a carton, and you yeah. throw it. You throw half the shit anyway. Right, exactly. But uh, fresh zucchini. I mean, I don't think I even saw fresh zucchini until I was in college. Yeah, know? this is bullshit. Everything about this is this well, bullshit. Let's let's see how it's being responded to. Watermelon. If they had served chicken chicken and waffles by itself, I don't know that we would be having this conversation. So for our audio audience, this gentleman is Wilbur Aldridge. He is a representative of the NIAC NAACP. Uh, probably very busy this time of year oh, yeah. at Rockland County. But the moment you add in the watermelon, that changed the whole complexion, literally. In a statement, Aramark apologized for the insensitivity, saying in part, while our menu was not intended as a cultural meal, we acknowledge that the timing was inappropriate and our team should have been more thoughtful in its service. But this isn't the first time Aramark found itself in hot water. You hear that? Yeah. So this I, food, I, this... I've talked about a story similar to this over the years. I remember it seems like every yeah. year... There's some fucking menu story at a school. Well, the same food service company uh, ran into a problem uh, not too long ago at NYU. 
Back in 2018, another racially insensitive meal was served at New York University during Black History Month. It included barbecued ribs, collard greens, cornbread, Kool-Aid, and watermelon-flavored water. When So they uh, they dialed it back this time. They were like, okay, well, you can't fucking put Kool-Aid out there. I mean, that's <laughs> why, too much. Why, is, why, does, why does it have to be that racism is so funny? <laughs> I don't know. I think Holy I think we uh, we've, we've both we've both appeared on a, uh, a as guests on a network you that is fucking... built on that fundamental premise. Yeah. And I don't mean this but one, by the way. It's so ridiculous. This is so. I mean, you're really torn because you don't want to be part of the problem, but at the same time, I wouldn't be able to say that with a straight face. <laughs> no, exactly. So that is so fucked up. Yes. It, it, damn it. It absolutely is. And I think that uh, the idea that, uh, you know, they got in trouble before, I mean, you know, try to try to learn your lesson. And look, it's um, it's not worth uh, playing. It's a fairly long clip, but I did want to show you the reporter who was covering the story. Uh, they cut to her live outside of the middle school. And uh, just looking at that jacket, you have to imagine it uh, blowing in the wind. Uh, I just felt like it, she looked like she was basically a high school girl giving birth next to a dumpster outside the, <laughs> the middle school during the You're junior. Right. Prom. It has a very labia, labia like a fuzzy labia yeah. appearance. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I mean, that's quite a coat. And I feel like I always say this, you know, when we show the people out there in the hurricane, at a certain point, the outfit becomes so ridiculous where, I don't know, maybe you just don't need to cover it. I mean, is it that simple? Right. You know? Right. <laughs> My God. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure that the uh, the chat really uh, didn't find anything funny about that story. I, oh, I know how they, they love are. it. They love oh, it. Oh, really? Got uh, it's unbelievable belligerent racists that are in here. Uh, <laughs> I mean, my God, every horrible, low hanging fruit, stereotypical joke. I'm not giving the, these jokes the light of day. They're a bunch of fucking idiots. All right, but idiots. what if somebody made a bad joke but then also complimented your hair? You'd have to run with that, right? Absolutely, or put money onto it? Are you kidding me? Yeah. I gotta make sure. Okay, my headphones. Okay, there we go. That's what I want. Yeah. Alright, so yeah, all you racists, I, I mean, I see your fucking shit on there. Alright? Alright. Yeah. Well, I'm going to put up one from Greater Good. Apologizing for soul food is wrong. No one hates fried chicken and watermelon. I do agree. This is basically what we're saying. Yeah, I know. And by the way, that just... NYU menu that had ribs. You like can't eat that shit in February, though. You can't. It's illegal. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's, you'll get shut down. You'll get canceled. And by this the way, month... uh, new policy on the show. If you only insult Eric, I'll do my best to try and put them up there. King of all dilfs, Zane is a hack. Cram it, Zane. And Dwyer Christian's trying to provide us with positive racism. So uh, we yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, I, I I don't recommend any of you eat all eat those foods. You want to stay in the clear here. This is a very <laughs> sensitive time that we're in. It, so. it is. It is sensitive. It's a. It, they're very divisive times. And yes. you know what we like to do here on the show is uh, we like to head back and remember the good times. And uh, there is uh, also a regular feature on the NBC affiliate in somewhere in Oregon, Channel 8, as you can see. And they also like to look back on the good times. But that's all the time we the good have. Stuff. Thanks so much for joining us on The Good Stuff tonight. We're going to leave you with a few more of your wonderful throwback photos. Thanks so much for sending them in. 
So from happier times, the hippie days in the 70s, this is just some 70s photo. Have a great night. Uh, my late husband sitting on Santa's lap. Thanks, Sue Peck, for getting that in there. That's a, little, a very a sweet weird. one. Oh, my gosh. We were up on the mountain with our dog. Oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful stuff. Oh, sorry. What's oh. this one? Oh, so, no. So uh, Shel Von Quiff <laughs> says Boy Scouts in the 50s and... Uh, I don't know how to describe this other than okay. to say it's a very unfortunate photo that made it onto the local broadcast. Yeah, like some fifties clan rally, and you and you, uh, it's, but it's a carnival setting, and you throw like things, and you and you score points. Yeah, when you uh, the game is called hit the n word ninja, nin, ninja, ninja hit ninja. the ninja baby hit the ninja baby. <laughs> All right, hit the Kanega. You got to be careful with the word ninja. So, uh, yeah. By the way, this uh, photo is uh, the the lock screen for uh, Michael Richards. I think uh, on his iPhone, yeah. allegedly. I, I think uh, that that's going around. And uh, what do we have from Dave here? Uh, Dave Sarah says, "Here's a fiver for a fellow Armenian, you goo." <laughs> <laughs> We all are. We all are. Yeah. So, you. as you would imagine, Eric. A story like this makes it onto the news. Uh, it could only be followed up by one thing. And uh, when I saw this and our our buddy uh, Trucker Andy, who's been on a couple of times, obviously he does the great All Apologies podcast. Yes. He, uh, I only had Thank a you. written apology. But uh, as it turns out, they had to take to the airwaves. And look, something like that gets Ooh. on the air. Uh, you can approach it a couple of different ways. One way is to be like, We're, we have to apologize for something that you all saw. And maybe not say what it was, right, Eric? I mean, and sometimes a lot of those apologies are just like, you know, Joy Reid was like, oh, you might have heard something you weren't supposed to. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they really go into specifics here. The uh, the gang over. KBW. OK, I'm anxious. Good evening, everyone. I'm David Molko. We begin tonight with an apology. Last night, KGW inadvertently aired an offensive and racist photo. And for that, we are truly sorry. The image appeared during our 7 p.m. show, The Good Stuff. We had invited viewers to submit photos to our social media accounts for a throwback Thursday segment. One of those photos showed kids throwing balls at a sign that prominently displayed the N-word. The photo was automatically pulled from a comment on our Facebook page without anyone screening it. Here at KGW, we have a policy (laughs) to screen all viewer-submitted photos. So So, hold on a second. You mean so... So no one has eyes who has that job. I mean, it was bold. It was a the biggest. Uh, I mean, it's, it was prolifically yeah. visible at the top. None of the other photos that we showed uh, had words on them. So you know, uh, this should have stood out. And I'm going to assume that it's probably like an intern's job to pull those off of Facebook. And uh, they probably got college credit for putting this on. Yes. They need to go so far as to say this is the actual person who did it and have their face and name and, and have the video of them being fired or beaten. You need to show that shit. Yeah, well, instead, uh, they decided that they needed to reach out to the community. But yesterday, we failed to follow that policy. Sure did. (laughs) We deeply regret this mistake. He doesn't mean a bit of that. We understand this image hurt many of you, in particular, our black viewers and staff members. KGW is committed to being inclusive and compassionate. 
Yeah, and and also I'm surprised that he's not like. But did you see it? It was fucking funny. Yeah, he right? needs to say, but not lost on me is how goddamn hilarious that is. <laughs> Holy yeah. fucking shit. <laughs> We've engaged with black community leaders and viewers to apologize directly and to explain the steps that we are taking to make sure uh, this never happens again. Oh, come on now. We failed you in this instance, <laughs> oh, and we are sorry. For yeah, that. yeah, yeah, Whatever. yeah. So they bring on a pastor who, you know, he's Oh, no. Yeah, so uh, we'll get a little That's of him in what? here. What? Today, Pastor Matt Hennessy with the Portland NW. By the way, oh. his name, you couldn't find a pastor whose last name wasn't Hennessy. I mean, <laughs> you're really just turning into the skid right here. But okay, let's see what Pastor Hennessy For some time on our air to address this issue, here is Pastor Hennessy. Um, it's really saddened a number of us, number one, Uncle that Phil a person from Fresh decided on this. <laughs> that one of their best memories had to do with something that's so disparaging to black people and using a word that has really unfortunate kind of impact. So the pastor oh, comes on God. and he talks for a while. And uh, even on this show, we won't show the whole thing. But uh, I, of course, I don't live in uh, Oregon. So I watch this on the channel's YouTube channel. And um, I, I think that the the ending of it, it's just very funny uh, how it progresses. We appreciate the, the pastor sharing those comments. On behalf of all of us at KGW, we want to let you know we do not tolerate hate or racism of any kind. Again, we apologize and we pledge to do better. And this apology is brought to you by Safeway. Oh, uh, so happy no. to be right here at the no. forefront of Black History Month. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, like, my God. Now, look at this. Look at this asshole. Saul writes, the guy who thinks racism, racism is funny is calling us racist. You asshole. It's all a goddamn joke. Get the fuck over yourself, you stupid fuck. And uh, Ozymandias, oh, wait, he, where did Ozymandias go? He was, uh, <laughs> it was Pastor Watermelon was too busy. Ozymandias, we don't stand for that kind of talk here on this show. What, what show do you think this is? You racist assholes. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, well. Yeah, what, know, a, what a fiasco that is. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I and, just don't know how. This is this is part of that whole phenomena. Just like um, Captain We Too Low, Bang Ding Ow. How does that, you know, that, that moment that we've talked about on the show, something Wong, We Too Low, the whole yeah. plane thing. How do these moments get onto the air? I just. I they almost should do like a, a Venn diagram of how it took place. Well, this person gave it to this person who then posted it here. I need like a documentary on how that happened. Oh yeah. No, no. I, I think that uh we need an we need the entire team on there. Oh. Well, I think that uh we should probably move on from racial unsensitive insensitivity and unsensitivity, whatever. Did you say you racial? Said. You said racial. Did I? Yeah, you yeah. did. Well, it's all right. You know, it's racial and it's racial. Um, we will just move on to a story that doesn't have an apology. And uh, it just uh, focuses on some, uh, you know, mishap at the zoo. And uh, our friend Hackride sent this to me overnight. I would never have seen this. And it is one of those ones where somebody filmed their TV screen. So it's not the best clip. But when we show a clip that somebody filmed off the TV screen, you usually know, OK, it's probably going to be worth it. OK. Earlier this week, when two monkeys from the Dallas Zoo disappeared, 
But there is good news. The Emperor Tamarin monkeys were uh, on that. That uh, obviously is not a picture that. Uh... Oh, no. no. They do bring up an uh, African-American gentleman. And it, it look, I'm not going to rule out that this might be the suspect in the case. But I also feel like they brought up the wrong picture. Uh, but. Eric, this is one of those really unfortunate moments, but I, I feel like this guy will soon disappear well on Mooney. But there is good news. The Emperor Tamarin monkeys were uh, on that. That uh, obviously is not a picture that uh, uh, we expected up there. Uh, we have uh, uh, a zoo story we're telling here. And uh, apparently these monkeys vanished from the zoo. And now the suspected thief has hard. also been found. Police say 24-year-old um Oh, okay. That's that's. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> We're gonna uh, uh, step out of the story right now. Oh, he's he's that pulls. I, I don't know that I've ever heard that before. The he you know what? We're just gonna we're just gonna pull. We're gonna pull the uh, push the ejection button. We're definitely gonna get out of here. And oh shit! <laughs> that's the type of thing where when you're in the newsroom after the dust settles, say, all right, going forward, we are no longer doing any stories about monkeys. Like if yeah. If, there's a Planet of the Apes moment in the city. We're not covering it. We're we're we're, we're not going to cover. We're it ignoring at all. that. There is no more. Just to, because you guys are fucking assholes. All you people in the newsroom are the are a pile of shit. No more monkey stories going forward. Wait, why did you put up this comment from Scotty Jones, Eric? That's terrible. I, I'm not even going to read that. I can't believe you put that on the screen, Eric. Uh, my you're hands incor- were not. You're, even on you're the incorrigible. Mouth. You sick fuck. My hands were here. God damn you. Well, as always, thank you to our buddy Hackride for uh, bringing that our way. And uh, if if anybody's on that beat, it, it's Hackride. Uh, I'm excited to uh, introduce. Uh, a new segment here on the show. And uh, I think that when you rip something off, we call it an homage to a segment from uh, a favorite cult classic movie that I used to see a lot as a kid. So uh, our new segment, here's a little intro for extraterrestrials, strange phenomena, missing persons, lost continents, myths, and monsters. We examine these mysteries to determine, are they bullshit or not? Yes, indeed. Welcome to our first ever installment of Bullshit or Not, uh, as featured in the classic Amazon Women on the Moon, a uh, very underappreciated film from a bygone era. And our first entry is a video that a lot of people have seen. Uh, Eric, I know that uh, you witnessed it when you were on WATP over the weekend. Uh, a lot of people have seen this, and uh, I think it's the perfect video for our first installment of Bullshit or Not. Uh, let's take a look. Obviously, a lot of people have seen Howie Dane Mandel's White. podcast. You are as an Dane White amazing on. guy. You are, I can't thank you enough for being here. Uh, you and Ginger seem to be getting along. Um, you are not only an amazing businessman, you are an inspiration. You are a philosopher. The way you do business, the way you uh, conduct your business and your friendships and media is, uh, I'm, I'm jealous. And But Dana, I can't thank you enough for being here. And thank you for all the kind words. I appreciate it. I, I am so fucking tired of doing podcasts. It's I, I'm literally done with them. I'm not doing any more podcasts. All right. So he pushes the microphone away, takes off the headphones, 
and he uh, walks out past Howie Mandel, who has a cat behind him for some reason. There's the real guy. Who's that guy? Uh, they said his name, Ginger somebody. Okay, whatever. Doesn't so, matter. yeah. Looks like Justin We have a, an illustrious guest. For- okay. So, all right. So for our uh, oh. initial installment of Bullshit or Not, I have to ask you first, Easy. Is that bullshit or not? What do you think about that? Knowing that none of us would even have had an idea that Howie Mandel had a podcast, let alone <laughs> paid attention to it. Yeah. Now we are aware. Absolutely bullshit. Easy. It's a work. You know, there's a lot of uh, Dana White knows a little bit about theatrics and things like that. Uh, this is one million percent fake, in my opinion. Bullshit. Yeah, I have to agree. This is uh, absolutely, absolutely bullshit. And uh, it's the camera moves are too tight. And I, I don't know anything about his podcast, but I assume he usually only has one guest on. You know, and uh, this was just like Dana White was in the building and he's like, oh, let's do a thing. And he's like, I don't have time for an interview. Like, all right, I'm Howie Mandel. I do a lot of pranks. Don't worry. (laughs) I've got the perfect bit. And, uh, you know, uh, kudos to Dana White for playing along. Uh, And uh, yeah, Greater Good has a a great insight. Howie gushing the intro was just so over the top. Yeah. Uh, Dave, Sarah. Good to see you, Dave, Sarah. I've seen you over there on the discord. Uh, And uh, yeah, this is so fucking fake. Uh, so I, I'm inclined to agree that we have our answer for our first bullshit or not. It is indeed actually bullshit. I so. absolutely. And that was, that was perfect. I, I, I like yeah. how you pointed out about the gushing, uh, the greater good pointed that out and he, yeah, I just, my alarms were going off right then because he was, it was so over the fucking top. I mean, who the fuck talks like that? And then yeah. when he walked out, he also didn't do a very good job. Uh, Dana, no. because who goes, hey, uh, I appreciate it, but fuck you. You know, they, yeah. no one does that. And it, it was so out of the blue. Anybody who's, you know, done an in-studio show knows that you have to sit down. There's a few minutes. Last looks, as they say. You check the lights. You make sure the audio is fine. So he sat through a lot of bullshit just to do that. So, uh, yes. Yeah. So uh, that's one for the bullshit category. Our uh, next entry uh, was shared by... Uh, Nick DiPaolo. So I'm leaning in a direction that uh, perhaps this is where I saw it. I guess Nick DiPaolo had a clip from his show, uh, but then I found the real clip and uh, we're just going to play it and see what you think it is. Uh, you know, it's from a soccer game somewhere, somewhere in the world where they enjoy soccer. It doesn't really matter. Okay, guys on the field. And there's a lightning strike and he falls down and everybody does run over to him to see how he's doing. So again, it's somebody filmed their TV screen and there's a lightning strike onto the field. So, uh, Eric, let me ask you once again what you think about the lightning strike there. Uh, I never once for a second in the times that I've reviewed that, both on my show and showing it to people, did I think that that was fake. Oh, okay. But that's because probably... I was so shocked and someone told me it was real. Yeah. But now that you mention it, <laughs> it probably was fake. <laughs> probably fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So we're we're two for two. Uh, although Jerry says uh, that shit's totally real. <laughs> we'll see. There were uh, very can... little published reports about it. There, there were a couple, but they were all on ones that, like I was getting all these warnings from my, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? 
my uh, virus protection saying, yeah. don't look at this, you yeah, know, with I, shit like that. It was one of those ones that had that sensitivity filter. It's like this, this video might be uh, disturbing, which of course, you know, I, I always uh, say yes to those. Uh, all right. Well, our final entry today is going to look familiar to you, Eric, but I promise you it is not the same clip that uh, you saw. You saw a very similar clip on WATP this weekend. Uh, I was a little disappointed that that clip and the, the Dana White one were both on, but this one is different. And you tell me if this well is... Uh if I could, yeah. not nobody watches that. They only watch us these days. So no That's one saw point. it. No one saw yeah. it if it was on. WWE. Eventually, it's going to be who are these podcasts on the yeah. who are these broadcasters network? Exactly. We are. We've right. already taken it over. <laughs> exactly. So uh, let's take a look at this one. one Hold on. Let me just take some of my Klonopin. Okay. A uh, broadcaster needs his Klonopin. All right. Got to pop a couple of those in there. Hold on. I've right. some. Torvastatin. Okay, Torvastatin. I don't know what any of these drugs are, by the way. I, I don't That's recommend that the medicine. kids in our audience try them out. You only took one. All right. All right. Still going. What do we got here? Whatever he's claiming it is, is probably Viagra. Oh, almost fell out of your mouth there, Johnny. <laughs> and then he tilts down and has... Uh, yeah, that... That is a possibly mucus on the table. I think Carl showed this a different time. <laughs> All right. And then just chugging a water like a, like he's you know, doing a keg stand. Uh, okay. Thanks. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah. And uh, Dwyer Christian uh, chimes in with Q25 beers next. Uh, so, in the way that it's similar to a clip that you guys played on WATP, this is this is performative, John. You know, in that one, he was pretending he didn't know the camera was on, but he was also like, "Oh, I'm going to give <laughs> Christian and Zane something to show. Look yeah. at me taking all of my fucking medication." I, now that's now. Am, am I voting? Am I voting again? Yeah, please vote. That please is vote. real, a hundred percent real. John does. Okay. I believe that he does take all those medicines. Oh no, I do think he does. Okay. But why I, he's just... taking them on there? Is that is that because he thought the camera was not on? Yeah, I I, I no no no. That was a different clip. That's the okay. difference between this clip and the other one. He's just like, hey, hang on a second. And I was just watching it, and I I messaged it to Carl. I'm like, he's putting us on, right? Like. He's just doing all this for show. Like he probably takes all that medication during the course of a day, but he's like, you know, to be funny is if I chug them out of the pill bottles. And I know we're the last few weeks, we've been really veering away right. from our no dabble zone. That's policy, all right. But, That's all right. Yeah. It, it feels right though. It's yeah. worth discussing. And I, and yeah. I don't mind it at all. I, I think that John, okay, this is what I think. My theory is John thinks that people are interested and almost impressed that he takes so much medicine. And, yeah. and I know that sounds crazy, but I think that guy is so fucked up. He's three years older than I am. Look at him and look at me. Holy fuck. <laughs> he looks like he's 90. Yeah, I, I know. It's uh, when I, I think, he, what is he, 58 or 59, whatever he is. Yeah. I was like, you're kidding. That's it. He's not anywhere near as old as I thought he was. So I think people in the chat seem to think it's real. I guess it's just like he's doing it for show. And uh, I'm not going to show the I'm whole so clip again. I just you wanted to talk about uh, the specimen that uh, John Melendez oh. provides. He doesn't look healthy. 
Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Uh, there's a great comment from DeWire Christian. Eric is a stud beside John. Uh, oh, I think that's it. I know. I know yeah. that. Yeah. I know. We that. All know Everybody that. knows that. <laughs> all right. So we're going two bullshits and one, I, I guess, not. We're going to say that John Melendez really did take all of that on camera. Uh, I, verdict's still out on the lightning bolt one. <laughs> <laughs> Officer oh. Cunspe Howland. Eric, look at me, Zane. Oh, you're goddamn right. That You're goddamn right. Uh, all right. Well, let's keep the fun going and head over to politics. A lot of people talking about Christian and Carl's segment, making it great with who are these politics? So uh, this is one of those ones that uh, I'll, I'll have to read the translation. Uh, but uh, Vladimir Putin. Fresh off a very busy week where he uh, quite publicly thinned out his enemies list. He's still talking about how disappointed he was in the interview with uh, Tucker Carlson. And he says, uh, so speaking frankly, I did not get full satisfaction out of this interview. It's a much longer clip. And yes, it's in Russian. But uh, that's the, the takeaway. But despite that, our buddy Tucker, he just sees Vlad and he's just like, Vladimir, I can't quit you. So he's uh, keeping it going, you know, the the feel-good train. And uh, I believe that this is a video of Tucker auditioning for the Russian version of Supermarket Sweep. And he uh, heads to a, a supermarket there, I believe, in Moscow. So we were guessing what this would cost. Everybody here is from the United States, buys groceries. And we didn't pay any attention to costs as we were just putting in the cart what we would actually eat over a week. And we all came in around 400 bucks, about 400 okay. bucks. Thought it would be $400. Um, it was $104 US here. And that's when you start to realize that ideology maybe doesn't matter as much as you thought, corruption. If you take people's standard of living and you tank it through filth and crime and inflation, and they literally can't buy the groceries they want, at that point, maybe it matters less what you say or whether you're a good person or a bad person. You're wrecking people's lives in their country. And that's what our leaders have done to us. So and he had to go to Russia Russian to illustrate that. <laughs> he had to go and he actually had to go to the goddamn checkout yeah. line to, right. to put a finer point on that. Yeah. And, and he makes a proclamation here where I'm like, I, I, this video must be from Pretty 10 years cool. ago. And seeing what things cost and how people live. It will radicalize you against the really? leaders. That's how I feel anyway. Radicalized. Now so Tucker see. Carlson has been radicalized. And I'm sorry, okay. what were you going to say? Yeah. No, I'm just going to say, he's like, oh, now let's go eat some Russian cereal. Yeah. And uh, look, by the nature of playing that clip, uh, it's already becomes uh, political. I just felt like it was worth pointing out that the average Russian salary is 12% of the average uh, U.S. salary. So uh, it might not be a fair comparison. And I'm just going to assume he filmed that before the interview, before he got cucked by Putin on his own live stream, you know. But, uh, just you know, he has... Um... He can, you know, veto anything. Somebody suggested to him to do that, and he had to say that is a great idea. Yeah, Let's fly to the Russian grocery store <laughs> and buy some shit. <laughs> uh, well, a uh, frequent uh, interviewee of Tucker Carlson, uh, former President Donald Trump, is riding high with uh, huge successes and popularity with every single room that he walks into, except for maybe a courtroom. And we also find that maybe the whole Trump thing is, um, well, maybe it's getting pretty close to uh, jumping the shark. 
And uh, I knew you were going to hate this. So I decided that I'm going to ask, has he trumped the shark? Yeah, I know. It's terrible. That's why I said it. Yeah. I, I never knew how much it. that was going to annoy you. I never have thought that, though. That's, you know, yes, it's shit, but it's fresh. <laughs> it's fresh shit. By the way, that is the slogan for who are these broadcasters? Yes, it's shit, but it's fresh shit. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the uh, you know, just pulling on this thread that maybe the, the whole Trump thing is, uh, you know, overextending itself. Let's uh, take a look at a uh, local news piece for uh, somewhere that he appeared over the weekend. Gold sneakers in front of a screen that showed a web address for Trump sneakers on that site. On that site, sneakers were selling for one hundred and ninety nine to three hundred and ninety nine dollars. And there was also so this Trump appearance promo. was at SneakerCon. Uh, which, you know, I'm sure that, uh, Eric, whenever it's in the Detroit area, you always make sure to head out to SneakerCon. But uh, Trump was uh, hawking his new Trump shoes, which, for whatever reason, they go between $199 and $399. I feel like these are the $399. For sale. Now, Trump today talking wow. about the sneaker line said he had wanted to do this for years. Yeah, oh. so for years he's wanted, uh, you know, I feel like, He's kind of borrowing from the playbook of a, a former celebrity apprentice guest or competitor, uh, the great Gene Simmons. I was going to say, always come out yeah. with a shitty product and be like, yeah, we've always wanted to give you kiss guitar strings, which, by the way, are an empty Ziploc bag. They're air guitar strings. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it never ceases to amaze me. You just slap somebody's name on it. He's one of them. Gene Simmons, yeah. Trump more so. Trump stakes, Trump ties, Trump University, Trump this. Doesn't matter. To me, to him, in my opinion, this is all a game. Yeah. And he's just enjoying himself through this entire process. Nobody's having more always fun. Always been a game. Yeah, that that news story uh, didn't uh, capture his reception at SneakerCon. So uh, I feel like it, it's my duty to share that uh, a, a video where, look, he plays it off really well. Look at you with the Trump 2024. Thank you, darling. I love you, too. Wow. By the way, I didn't even realize this is an entry for bullshit or not. Do you think there is actually someone in the front row wearing a Trump 2024 hat that he's talking yes. to? Yes. Oh, okay. without a okay. doubt. Without okay. a doubt. All right. I just was Many wondering if them. it was a real person. All right. Many of them. A lot of emotion. There's a lot of emotion in this room. <laughs> he's getting some booze. Too. Thank you. A lot of booze. By the way, I, maybe I didn't uh, make it clear. This is in uh, Philadelphia. So it's, it's not in Pittsburgh. It's not in Harrisburg. You know, it's not uh, the, the red part of Pennsylvania. Okay. So, uh, so the really nice thing is we have lines, and I want to thank Chase, and I want to thank Alan. But we have lines going wow. all around the block. They're going all around this block. They've never seen anything like this one. Uh, that's a, I'm that's a mixed probably, crowd. It's a very mixed crowd, but uh, the boos were so vocal it made me laugh because, look, Long before he was president, people would boo when he showed up and uh, he, he plays it off. Oh, there's a lot of emotion here today. I'm like, yes, there is. <laughs> there's, there's maybe some people who uh, aren't fans, as, as we can say. Uh, all right. Well, we had fun dipping our toe into the political waters for a minute. But let's go to America's favorite segment. Who are these sportscasters? Home of the hourly triple play. Well, at some point, we're going to stop having videos like this, but uh, I do have one. <laughs> Dwyer Christian, they refuse to talk about Bloody Biden. No, no. I mean, 
I just want a clip where it's not quite the same. We played a bunch of clips last yeah. week where he was mouthing oh. off the reporters. You yeah, can't, you you can't say that. He's but Dwyer has seen every episode of this show. Yeah, and if there's something fun to talk about, absolutely. Okay, Look. you can't you can't uh, uh, swing that big hammer on us. <laughs> we love when that stupid. What do you want me to do? Say he's a stupid old fucking guilty crook. Okay, right. I, he is. I yeah. agree with you, you asshole. But there's and nothing Dwyer, funny currently. The wired Christian, one of us is under a time crunch today who has a job that he actually likes to get to. So, you know, yeah. you I got to keep the show moving. But Knock it uh, off. And send some do, money, too, you fuck. Yeah, that's right. No more free comments on the show from uh, the wired Christian. He's got to start paying if he wants to be on. Ah, you bastard. So. In any case, uh, I, we have a clip that highlights America's couple, Travis and Taylor. Uh, this is right after uh, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. And uh, they celebrate exactly the same way any of us do. Uh, where the, like any of us dancing with our lady, uh, she's going to dance and mouth the words to her multi-platinum number one single that's playing there in a bar. Who doesn't love what There's a DJ with a bucket on his head. You know, and uh, you know, Travis Kelsey's got what uh, can only be described as meat hooks all over her. Right you know? now, is yeah. this like is this like 15 minutes after they started spraying blood off the sidewalk? Because... No, it, those are those are different clips. So this is still okay. in Vegas. This okay, is good. right after. So this next clip is sort of the event you're talking about. This is earlier in the event. And look, as funny as those clips are, maybe we'll save them for next week, Eric, the, the aftermath of the Chiefs parade. We've got fun clips from the Chiefs parade because maybe people saw that and they're like, oh, fuck Travis Kelsey. I'm so tired of okay. him. But I think that, look, this would be a political ad. I'm Travis Kelsey and I approve this message. I feel like this is basically his campaign. If you commercial. know this song, sing along. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in booze and ruined the Niners affair. He changed oh, the lyric to say Niners. The last He's one reading off his phone. Oh, no. We were the last one to show. We were He's the being last held up. Yeah, Mahomes is really... <laughs> I believe that's a horse collar. And I saw the surprise. Uh -huh. That fear in their eyes. Oh, oh, oh. Took that glass of champagne. Pat, Pat took that glass of champagne, I promise you. <laughs> yeah. Pat's like, that. Patrick Mahomes is like, oh, come on. And I toasted <laughs> you. Honey, we do what I never. Oh. What? Oh, no. <laughs> what? Oh. I got free. Oh, he cuts to the chorus. Yeah. And so Mahomes grabs the mic. But then Mahomes gets it back. And oh, he is I, fucked. I have a uh, closer angle on that. And for two reasons, I removed, I was able to split as much of the music out of it as I could in this other clip. And the uh the reasons are twofold one i don't want to get a strike from uh you know the, the the garth brooks people uh and then also it's way funnier to hear travis kelsey when you don't hear the music behind him <laughs> yeah it's it's a little lower because of oh, 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 it's okay but it's okay they're all holding him up they're all trying to get the microphone away from him and so 
and then they're just like dancing but he's like he won't stop <laughs> wow <laughs> it's, like, it's like a trust fall exercise yeah and is. look i think i might maybe had some uh mixed feelings on travis kelsey during the last season but that guy I love that guy. That guy's the new Gronk. He's the hero that we need. He is. He is. uh, This is great. Officer Cunsby Howland throws in this uh, bomb. So this is the cause of the shooting. Well, that's not known. I don't know. You'd have to talk to the, uh, to the, the, the kids that did the shooting, but that's very possible. Yeah, but I do believe that they saw this and was like, all right, someone has to act. <laughs> someone has to yes, stop. We need to put a stop to this right away. Yeah. So speaking of uh, Super Bowl disasters, uh, this is a clip that has made the rounds in the last couple of weeks. And I, I'm just taking a segment of it. It's a clip of the Pat McAfee show, which, uh, boy, we play a lot of clips from the Pat McAfee show on here. And uh, watching the clip, uh, how annoyed Texans QB CJ Stroud is. He's just there just trying to you know, promote an energy drink or something. And um, there's, there's way longer versions of this clip. But uh, the interview is broken up by two of probably the funniest humans on the planet, Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer. And uh, this is about, I don't know, two and a half minutes in. But our clip, it doesn't take push ups you think are going to have a moment. Uh, I got a good uh, three, and a half. Push ups? three and a half. Three and a half. He's out of Oh, wow. Hey, have you ever seen a clip of Burt Kreischer, Eric, where he took his shirt off? It's his thing, man. It's yeah, his thing. Jeez. All right. And uh, so he's like, all right, all let's right. see how many. Okay. CJ, CJ three. Hold on, Burt, Burt, what is an accurate over under? Wait, you, what is a proper 24 oh, and a half? No, what, what's a proper expectation? What, what, four. By the way, uh, this happened at 11 a.m. on a Thursday. And uh, the earlier clip really highlights just how shit faced Burt is, which, you know, <laughs> there's not a lot of clips where Burt's like, oh, he's like stone cold sober. But I mean, you know, time and place, they've got some shitty vodka they're promoting. But, you know, if they wanted us to promote, I'd absolutely right. talk about how great it is. 40? But anyway, they got to be full. Right. Okay, so we're going to get He's going to give you range notes. Go, 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 go. What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, I got a it. strong hamster about to do push ups. <laughs> CJ, listen. <laughs> None of us know what's going on, no. on including me. Do. And I walked in with him. 40? Yeah. All right. All right. You count it, AJ. And come on. Yeah, like, oh, this is his thing. Yeah, no problem. You can see his horse. We're going. Come on. Where's he at right now? Yeah, I don't know if these are the, uh, you know, Those these girl are, push-ups? I was going to say, I don't know if these are man push-ups. Those are but, not. Uh, no, he's on his knees. Yeah, but, uh, you know, he's getting a, a number, but, uh, you know, he's getting a significant number. But, yeah, those are, those are not man push-ups as we used to. He's been going since early. CJ, this is your fault. No, I stick to here now. His wife? Fired up. He's <laughs> a bunch of meatheads. What a, yeah. what a pile of shit show. Yeah, but I mean, look, have you ever done anything from a radio row? Uh, you know, yes, got, I have yeah. actually. And even if it's not the Super Bowl, there are usually a shit show. You've got people that are just like, oh my God, I got this guy for like four minutes. Can, can he come on the stage now? I'm like, well, I'm talking to somebody else. But I can understand Pat McAfee and the producer being like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's let these comedians on. But uh, not realizing that it was going to derail the interview with, you know, a pretty good guess, the, the Texans QB. We used to, uh, so we were actually at the Super Bowl radio row and we had our producer who was, he knew nothing about sports. So we would okay. put a mic on him. And we'd say, okay, 
go up to and ask John Elway if he would be on our show because they're just wandering around. Hey, John Elway, can you come on our show? Except it was Dan Marino. So <laughs> we, don't, we don't tell him that. Oh, that's I great. Get, you get Dan Marino. You He is a surly motherfucker. And so you do that shit, and that's that's was uh, that's what we did. We would try to make it awkward with a goal of like actually trying to get kicked out. There was one time Marcus Allen sat down next to us, and our um, one of the guys on my show, he started to talk about uh, his career, but he worded it in kind of a weird way. I remember it um, that he thought that the guy was going to talk about his affair with Nicole Simpson. <laughs> which is really strange. And, and, but he wasn't, he, I swear to God, he wasn't. And so did he, but Alan took it as you're going to ask me about my affair with Nicole Simpson. And you, he, Oh my God, it was so fucking awkward. You couldn't cut. He stormed away. He walked away. You're like, Oh no, my God. <laughs> so, uh, I, I assume that that's probably a clip I might be able to find if yes. I'm hard. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I definitely want that. I, well, I've got a future uh, broadcasting hall of fame there. Oh, good. Uh, all right. Well, we got to turn the page on the Super Bowl enough already. Uh, obviously it was NBA all-star weekend. We have exactly one clip clip from that because uh it made me laugh the way that uh, steph curry is a professional he's uh unflappable and yes bad pun coming also unflushable have it with you know the new floor and you know, there's like forty thousand fans out here and people using the bathroom did, you, did the toilet flush not come out as well as i thought it did so while he's talking somebody behind him flushes the toilet oh new floor and there's like 40,000 fans out here. Yeah. There it is. He just makes a joke. He's like, yeah, yeah, you got somebody uh, using the bathroom. So uh, I like it. You know, when somebody doesn't get all messed up, you know, what, how would Steph Curry handle it if he was doing a story about uh, a monkey breaking out in the zoo and they put out the wrong, the wrong photo, you know, could yeah. he roll with that? Like a professional. I have well, to ask, I have to ask an opinion yeah. of people in the chat. Yes, because there's one sweet soul who's trying to get under our skin, and now oh, people good. are telling that person to stop spamming. So I need people in the chat to vote. Do I ban Mother Tucker six six six? Mother so Tucker, yeah, Mother I, Tucker's been in there before. Yeah, and, I don't, uh, I don't like to dis dispatch bans, but I need to hear this from the 63 people who are enjoying the show. Do you prefer that I ban? Now, banning serious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because all, because they have to go through the process of signing up for a different YouTube account yeah, so they you can know. get back in. That's okay. a that's a huge hassle. It's not all up right. to me. It's up to the audience. Well, I'll let the audience decide. Uh, you know, uh, obviously, Eric Zane is judge, jury, and executioner on this show, and that's always the way we've had it. Uh, we've got uh, one more proper clip here. This is from Uncle Christian in the Discord. This is footage from this year's Atherstone Ball, which is a, a yearly ritual in the UK. I did have to read about this. Uh, so take a look at uh, just some, I don't know, crazy footage. So you've got a guy at the top of a crowd of people. He's punching, he's kicking. And you know, the guy in the pants is always the one that you have to worry about. So. Yeah, and you've got people trying to, basically, this event is uh, trying to protect a ball. So the winner who of this gets a ball. So these guys are protecting it. 
Shirts are getting ripped. Okay, wait a minute. This is actually an event. This is yes. There's a ball behind that dude. Yeah, I guess I think behind that door. So he's got his team that's like helping him protect. But then you have people who are like, and I I don't think there's a very good prize in here. Uh, Uncle Christian didn't really go into specifics. And, you know, I did look it up just to understand a little bit about it. But, you know, the amount of research I put into this story is about a minute. And, I mean, they're just going to town. It's like King of the Hill. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you've got so many ripped shirts, (laughs) you know, people trying to get on top. And there's just the amount of fist fighting. And I love it. What a great. Oh, look at it. Come in from the top like the Avengers. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and before anybody says, no, this isn't the UK version of January 6th. Okay. I don't need that kind of comments on here. So they love it. They're they're all friends. And they have a winner. Uh, so basically, this is like running of the bulls uh, without the with bulls, people. You know? yeah, oh yeah, with people. Instead. This is awesome. I we need this. We, this needs to be commercialized. This needs to yeah. be a sport. I mean, we have <laughs> MMA. Why not? How much would you pay for a pay per view of uh, the Atherstone Ball? I love the Atherstone Ball. Never heard of it until today, <laughs> and I want in, man. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, I want to make sure that uh, we give uh, easy enough time to uh, prepare for the next part of his day. But we have one more clip from a uh, broadcasting hall of fame. We have this moment in broadcasting history. Way back, back into time. And our buddy Liam McEnany brought this to my attention. And uh, it is uh, from a McDonald's instructional video that was shown to employees in 1983, uh, showing them, introducing them to the Chicken McNuggets and explaining the different varieties. Prior to this, a nugget had jumped into a, a vat of barbecue sauce and he turned into a cowboy. But if you know McDonald's Chicken McNuggets, there are other varieties of sauce. Sauces that'll take you on a trip from the Wild West to the Far East. Mercado? Thank you, McNuggets. Sweet and sour sauce. Now here to please McDonald's friends. There's Yam again. It's called Godzilla. Hey, fantastic. Sweet and sour sauce. Oh, right. Well, I got a sauce here. Sure, can't get worse. Sam into a samurai. Oh, God. Yet is it's I love looking at those through the lens of now because yeah. no one even the even the Asians weren't even pissed off at that shit. They no. they don't care. They're like, yeah, that's what we talk about. That's what we talk like. Nowadays you can't do that shit. Yeah, right, exactly. And uh, you know, as we uh, uh you know, as we wind down here, by the way, uh it looks like Dave Sarah is gonna be the winner with two five dollar uh, super chats, which we appreciate. And uh, I think the lesson learned here is uh, noon Eastern is not WATB country, but we're happy with everybody who did join us for what I thought was a really fun show. Uh, they always and- are. They always are. It's Well, that's why it's the cornerstone of uh, who are these podcasts. It's even more I popular agree. than who are these podcasts. I agree wholeheartedly. This is uh, the only show 
on the network where you can say zero of the hosts have frosted tips. Right. And we've been saying it for months, but now it's actually true. Yes. No hosts on this show yes. have frosted tips. He, so uh, in, in, in case of that, Eric, I want to make sure you take a moment to tell everybody uh, where they can find you and, and your wares, as it were. Uh, tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Eastern time on Twitch. Okay. Find me on Twitch. Just search Eric Zane live. All one word. I will go live, including uh, appearances from Mother Tucker 666, who will show up and probably talk shit about your old pal, Easy. Find me on right. Twitch. And uh, please head over to whoarethese.com. You can get the phone number, leave a voicemail. If you do, please say that it's for WATB and uh, sign up for the Patreon. And you know what? I'm tired of telling you guys to only spend five bucks for the love of God, become a Kazaru or a rubber dick. All right. Spend some real money. Look at all the content that you get from this network. And you know me, blah, 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 black cast, blah, 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 Christian DMZ. But I have something very important to plug. You can't see it yet because I haven't recorded it yet, but I'm very excited to announce that tomorrow I'll be recording a very high profile guest appearance I will be on topic time with Harrison Young Jr. Uh, throughout Ooh. cable access throughout uh, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. I am very excited. I will let you know when we have an air date. Uh, Dang Lizard came in at the last second with <laughs> a pretty great super chat. So uh, we will close with this. I'll let you know. Well, I'll let you know that uh, this is Christian Blatt reminding you that every mic is a hot mic. And I, Christian Blatt, want to apologize to my wife. But is it cheating if the girl is unwilling? Oh. See you next Tuesday at the regular time, yeah, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>